Welcome to Crop Watch Podcast, a production of Nebraska Extension. Well, good afternoon and welcome to another edition of the weekly weather update and outlook of the Crop Watch Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Hunt. Well, let's start off by taking a look at temperatures across the state. So at 3 o'clock Central, 2 o'clock Mountain Time, temperatures range from the low 40s in northwestern Nebraska, where you might actually have a few snowflakes starting to mix in with the rain, uh, to 71 degrees at Guide Rock in south-central Nebraska. In general, temperatures are in the 40s in the Panhandle, low to mid-50s across northeastern Nebraska, low 60s across central and east-central Nebraska, and mid-upper 60s across the southeastern portion of the state. The storm system, which is creating all of our uh, hazardous weather today, is uh, currently centered right around Holder, kind of between Holders and Kearney. Uh, so looking at where the lowest pressures are, they kind of right now are uh, at 990 millibars at uh, Holdridge, uh, Axtell, and Kearney. Uh, so if you're quite a ways to the west, that you're definitely in the cool sector and probably been seeing a good bit of rain and some stronger winds. Um, speaking of winds, I'll get more of that here in a little bit. Because uh, that is going to be a problem as we move into the day tomorrow. Uh, in the meantime, though, we do have a tornado watch across a good portion of the central uh, central Nebraska. And I have seen a few tornado warnings out. So let me just take a quick look to see where we do actually have some warnings um, in central Nebraska. So we have a flash flood warning around Broken Bow. I'm actually not currently seeing any tornado warnings, but there were some tornado warning storms uh, uh, just kind of the east of Holdridge uh, a little bit earlier this afternoon. So this complex of storms is expected to kind of slowly move toward the east. We are expecting to see more development early this evening or to or during the evening hours across portions of eastern Nebraska. Uh, the short-term high-res models have been fairly consistent about bringing this complex of storms uh, into the Lincoln-Omaha metro areas this evening. I think it will be well after rush hour, uh, so I don't think you're going to have any issues the next two or three hours. Uh, but I would pay close attention to uh, things as we get closer to bedtime. Um, certainly, um, there is a risk of tornadoes, but I think that risk is going to be mostly confined to south central and maybe central Nebraska, where you're closer to the area of low pressure. Uh, and there is just um, a little bit more vertical shear to work with. Uh, further east, once we get York, Columbus, eastward toward the Missouri River, I think that risk is going to be mostly high winds. Uh, again, the Storm Prediction Center has had a slight risk out for our area, um, central and eastern Nebraska, for a couple of days. Actually, set it out for eastern Nebraska for about two days. I think central Nebraska got included it uh, late yesterday afternoon and this morning. Uh, but the good news is it's never been upgraded. There just isn't a great deal of vertical shear um, to work with. So I think that's sort of limiting the uh, severe potential somewhat. Um on the other side of things, though, we are getting some pretty heavy rainfall totals. Um, so it's raining really pretty hard right now across um, a lot of west central and western Nebraska. So, for example, I'll just take a quick look at the uh, radar. And we have uh, relatively heavy rainfall amounts uh, occurring. So a broken bow over toward Oshkosh down Ogallala and then getting upward toward Valent well, east of Valentine up toward Ainsworth. Uh, it's been pretty heavy rainfall in the, uh, following here in the last hour or two hours. And I think we're going to see some, you know, probably continued uh, heavy precipitation across a lot of west central, north central Nebraska as we move through the rest of the afternoon to the early evening hours. Uh, so, again, we could be looking at a broad area of one to two, maybe two and a half inches of rain uh, across a lot of the sand hills. Uh, 
Uh, now, again, there's a portion of the Sand Hills, particularly the central and eastern portion of the Sand Hills, where this rain is uh, relatively welcome. Uh, but as we move a little bit further east, uh, any more rainfall is definitely not welcomed. Uh, for example, we had with the warm front last night, so we had storms develop across eastern and northeastern Nebraska. Uh, closer to I-80, they were relatively short-lived, moved through. So it stormed at our house last night about 1030. It rained for five minutes and it was over. And then we had a little bit more rain again about five o'clock this morning. Uh, but as you got to, toward Norfolk, the rainfall was a lot more significant. And as you got further north and west into Pierce counties, you had closer to two inches of rain. Then we moved to Antelope, Boyd, and Wheeler counties. Uh, we not only had rain, we had probably way too much of it. Uh, so broad, at least radar indicated of broad totals of four to eight inches. And there was an observation from a Kokoraz or any rain observer in northeastern Wheeler County that did purport 7.39 inches of precipitation uh, in the 24-hour period ending, I think it was a 7 o'clock ob, maybe it was an 8 o'clock ob. Uh, regardless, that is an immense amount of rain in a 24-hour period. Um, again, this is an area that does need, did need the rain, but we don't need that kind of rain. Certainly not. And most of that rain would have fallen in probably six to eight hours. That is not, um, that, that kind of rain isn't good for anything. Um, I think my concern is overnight, or at least we get into the overnight hours is that we will continue to see some heavy precipitation in some areas that last night saw one and a half to two to three inches of rain. Uh, so again, I think there's areas, uh, Northeast of Norfolk, so uh, Pierce over toward Wayne, uh, maybe even getting up toward Crofton, Ponca, that area. Like, again, some of those places up there could be easily getting up in the three to four inch total rainfall totals before all said and done. Uh, closer to the Lincoln, Omaha metro areas, uh, again, I think we're, unless we get some training of storms tonight, I think we're probably uh, going to come in between the half inch and inch mark. Uh, obviously, it would be nice to get a little more rain. Uh, but we don't need two inches of rain in 30 minutes either. Uh, but again, I, I think we're rainfall amounts uh, probably will be more comparable. We had last Tuesday evening. So more in that uh, half inch to seven tenths, maybe eight tenths of an inch of, of an inch range uh, where you, there were, there's probably going to be some place between York and the Missouri river where we will see a bit more training of storms. And those places are more, you're more likely to see the inch and half to two inches of uh, rainfall totals uh, by tomorrow morning. Uh, so as we move the day tomorrow, we should see that area low pressure start to work its way to the east. And as that happens, uh, again, this is a relatively strong area of low pressure for this time of year. It has a pretty tight gradient. And with that tight pressure gradient, we're getting some really strong winds. Uh, so we have high wind warnings out across a lot of um, the west central, and I kind of call this the broad central portion of the state. And again, I think we're looking at potential for wind gusts to be in the 45 to maybe even 60 mile hour range. Um for a good portion of day tomorrow. Uh, so just to clarify, we have high wind watches in the Panhandle. We had high wind warnings um, from Oshkosh all the way to about Grand Island. Uh, the eastern portion of the state, uh, we're going to be windy tomorrow, but I think our winds are going to be more in the sustained 20 to 25, maybe 28 mile an hour range with gusts into the 40s. And we're probably looking at um, wind gusts in the 50 to maybe 60 mile hour range with wind sustained in the 30 to 35 mile hour range through the uh, day tomorrow um, across uh, a lot of West Central and Central Nebraska. Uh, so again, just use extreme caution if you're going to be driving uh, along I-80 or I Highway 34 or Highway 6 or Highway 30. Um, again, I mean, winds will be, it would be a crosswind and winds will be likely sustained at least 30 miles an hour for a good portion of the day tomorrow. 
and probably lasting winds will be still strong probably into Friday night. Uh, so the day on Saturday, we're going to see things start to clear out as that storm moves into further east into Illinois and then toward the Great Lakes. Uh, but we we'll still will be in the on the backside of it, northwest flow. So it will be still be relatively cool. Um, you know, for tomorrow, I think we're looking at highs in the 40s, pretty much everywhere west of Highway 81. So anywhere York West, uh, most likely looking at highs in the 40s. And it could be that your high is early in the day. So you may actually be warmer at seven o'clock tomorrow morning than you are two or three o'clock tomorrow afternoon. And I think by Friday evening, I'm expecting pretty much the entire state to be at least in the 40s, if not cooler than that. Uh, so even to Saturday, I think temperatures might rebound just a little bit, but I um, probably maybe two to five degrees over where you are on Friday afternoon. But I think for um, a good portion of northeastern and north central Nebraska, it's going to still mean highs in the 40s. I think we'll be probably safely lower 50 in Lincoln and Omaha tomorrow. And I think we get into parts of southwestern Nebraska where we will be in more sunshine, a little drier air mass. We might get a little bit closer to 60 on Saturday. I feel more safe, safe to say hitting 60 in that part of the state on Sunday. As of the day on Sunday, I think uh, conditions should be much nicer, uh, lighter winds um, than compared to Saturday, certainly compared to Friday. More sunshine. I think temperatures should warm up a, a little bit more. Uh, again, I think still below average for most of the state, but I think we'll start seeing temperatures creep back into the 60s in southwestern Nebraska. Uh, I don't think everybody should be safely in the 50s as we move into Sunday afternoon and probably more like mid to upper 50s across parts of um, east central and southeastern Nebraska. Uh, things will warm up a little bit more on the day on Monday. So I think most of the state should see highs um, at least in the low 60s, maybe portions of Portions of far northeastern Nebraska will manage to stay only in the upper 50s. Um, I think most places should be in the 60s. And Tuesday looks particularly nice. Sunshine should be pretty widespread. And I think by Tuesday afternoon, we should be looking at highs in the 70s in the panhandle and across a good portion of the southern stretch of the state uh, along and south of I-80, maybe even as far east as Lincoln. We could see 70-degree readings. Um, again, this is relatively seasonal for this time of year. Um, Highs in the 60s, low 70s, maybe mid 70s uh, are generally the rule here this time of year, at least kind of in what you would call that um, normal range, which uh, I guess we're starting to get the time of year where that uh, normal range gets starting to get a little bit wider. It's uh, definitely not summer anymore. Uh, so it looks like we should have a cold front moving through the state during the day on Wednesday. So probably moving through the panhandle and north central Nebraska by early Wednesday morning, maybe even late Tuesday night. And I think it should clear the state by um, certainly dusk on Wednesday. So it's a relatively fast-moving front. It does look like it will be producing some showers. There's a little bit of moisture to work with. Uh, but again, I don't think we're looking at anything severe, and I don't think we're looking at any rainfall amounts that are that significant. Uh, the best-case scenario, if you are wanting spraying, was maybe you might get a quarter to three-tenths of an inch. I think most places will probably have you know, 15 hundredths of an inch or less, and a lot of places will not have anything uh, there probably will be a little bit of a breeze behind it. Temperatures will back off for a couple of days, probably to the um, low 60s to mid 50s, depending on your location. So probably whatever you are on Tuesday, subtract uh, maybe 10 to 15 degrees for the highs on uh, Wednesday into Thursday. Um, now, for clear for clarification, the Weather Service is calling for warmer temperatures on Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, so I'm basing this more off the European model, which has been pretty consistent with driving um, a weaker trough through our part of the country on day on Wednesday and bringing a cold front associated with it, which would cool things down a little bit. Uh, but I think what, regardless, we should be warming back up pretty quickly thereafter. 
And I think temperatures should probably be getting into the um, 70s range for majority of the state as we head into the next week. And so I think if you're going to Lincoln for the football game uh, on the 21st, I think it looks like um, right now it looks like very, very nice weather temperatures uh, should be in the 70s, 75 degree range with uh, full sunshine. In terms of frost freeze, uh, we have definitely seen temperatures drop below freezing across um, a good portion of the state in the last weeks. As uh, so I mentioned in my podcast last Thursday afternoon, that we are likely to see temperatures drop below freezing uh, for most of the state except for the southeastern quadrant. Uh, now, we did actually see some temperatures of 32 or slightly lower than that in uh, a couple of places. In, so I think Auburn and a few places in Johnson County hit 32 on Saturday morning. Uh, but most of what I'm going to call the Highway 6 corridor from Hastings over to Omaha was above freezing um, all last weekend for lows and early this week. Uh, so we have not had frost or or we've not had a light freeze in uh, the Lincoln-Omaha metro areas or, say, Wahoo, Columbus, and then kind of that uh, Hastings, Geneva, you know, that line right there has definitely not been below freezing yet. Uh, but once you get west of Hastings or north of Hastings, generally speaking, you've had temperatures below freezing. And as you get into uh, the western third of the state or the northern, uh, northwestern quadrant, the state temperatures uh, last weekend, last Saturday morning were in the upper 20s, even some mid 20s. Um, I think I even saw there were a couple of places in the western sand hills that dropped to 21, 22 degrees last Saturday morning. Uh, northeastern Nebraska, we did see temperatures that were a little bit warmer, but uh, kind of right around the freezing mark last Saturday morning. And then we saw a couple of places dip down around the 31, 32 mark again on Tuesday morning. Uh, so there's probably been uh, a little bit of frost in some of those places already. But again, we have definitely have not had anything resembling a hard freeze um, anywhere in the eastern third of the state yet this year. There is a chance of um, frost. And again, I think I've mentioned we should have some freezing temperatures um, in the western half of the state. Certainly Sunday morning uh, looks that way again Monday morning. Again, there is a chance in, in the eastern Six of the state that if we do have relatively calm winds Sunday night into Monday morning with clear skies, good radiational cooling, that we may drop down to 31, 32 for the first time. Uh, but I don't anticipate us dropping that cold with the frontal patches later in the week. And it looks like in the next week, we're going to be looking at lows more like in the mostly in the 40s range for most of the state, probably some upper 30s and parts of Panhandle. But um, again, I would just say just on the seasonal, seasonally warm side for uh, low temperatures we had in the, the week. Um, but, uh, again, you know, we are by later next week, we'll be at the 20th, 21st of the month. We will typically would have had temperatures drop below freezing, uh, across pretty much the entire state by that point, climatologically speaking, uh, maybe fall city would be about the only place where you maybe would think that wouldn't, would not have had a light freeze by the, uh, 20th, 21st of October. Uh, so the longer we go into October without a light freeze, uh, you know, the more likely we are to start having starting to talk about having our latest um, first freeze on record in the Omaha Lincoln metro areas and probably also Columbus, Wahoo, uh, maybe even York. I don't I don't think York hit, I don't think York dropped below freezing last weekend. Uh, but again, that's a little bit uh, far out there. I don't want to make that projection just yet. But uh, again, you get this time of the month, you start seeing uh, warmer weather on the horizon, then you start thinking that but there is a chance of um of uh, not getting down to uh, that that sub-freezing mark until we get closer to Halloween, which is definitely, uh, it would be unusual if our first frost on the pumping was on actually on Halloween. So in terms of uh, kind of getting to the update portion of the forecast, so uh, just taking a look at uh, rangeland conditions. Uh, so uh, Veg Dry has a special product um, that's specifically just for rangeland pixels. They also have one specifically for cropland pixels. 
Um, I tell not to pay as much attention to cropland pixels once they get to you know past maturity because by that point the crop's already made. Whatever you have is what you have. Um, and I, I'm hoping, by the way, tomorrow that uh, we don't have a significant ear drop off corn in central Nebraska where you still have a lot of corn that hasn't been harvested uh, from the high winds. So again, I think that is a risk as we head into day tomorrow. So we did actually have a system like that, I think, in 2016, where we had some really sustained, strong northwest winds for uh, 24 to 36 hours. We had a lot of ear, a lot of ears drop off the stalks uh, that were not picked up by the combine. So again, I do think that is a risk as we move in the next 36 hours. So hopefully that doesn't come to fruition. Uh, but I have heard about some weaker stands this year, which would probably make it more likely to see some of that ear drop. Um, but kind of get back into rangeland conditions. So, so again, if you hundred uh, Meridian West, so McCook. Uh, Broken Bow, or actually not West, not Broken, but West of Broken Bow. So um, a cook up toward North Platte, and then uh, certainly Oshkosh, Scotts Bluff, Shadron, uh, any range light pixels in there generally are uh, that's dry is showing that things are in generally really good condition, uh, which matches up well with U.S. drought monitor, not showing any drought in most of those, uh, or just maybe some abnormal dryness in those locations. As we get a little further east in the central and eastern portion of the Sand Hills, so Custer County, um, a lot of yellow on the map, which basically just means there's just a little bit of dryness. Uh, it's not necessarily indicating severe stress. So I think things are probably in much better shape than they were, uh, say, this time last year when we were dealing with much worse drought, drought conditions in that part of the state. Uh, certainly it's much better than it was uh, earlier this spring. We were really, really in, in bad shape in that area of the state. Um, we do actually, we were seeing, at least on the update, which was uh, released on Sunday, so October 8th, which, yeah, that was Sunday, Um Loop uh, Garfield and Valley Counties were showing more pixels where they were indicative of stress. Um, not the worst type of stress, but um, uh, so some of that pasture. So I think the latest pasture update on the crop progress report showed that like 54% of the state had uh, good, excellent conditions on pasture. 19% were in that poor to very poor range. Uh, so some of that 19% poor, very poor might be coming out of that area. Again, my speculation is, is the poorest pastures are probably generally speaking, um, you know, kind of Aurora over towards Seward and, Knuckles County up to Fullerton, where we definitely have been in exceptional drought and have been in, in some cases have been an exceptional drought for a very long period of time. Uh, speaking of the drought monitor, we did see uh, a couple of changes on the drought monitor this week. We did see some improvements in parts of Webster County and Sherman County, where we did see significant precipitation with the um, that storm last Tuesday. So again, um, it seems like it's a week late, but you remember that the um, data that go into the drought monitor, the, the cutoff is 8 o'clock Eastern on Tuesday morning. So any rain that falls uh, after Tuesday morning is not going to be reflected until the next week's drought monitor. So hence the, the kind of almost weak lag between the heavier precipitation around Loop City uh, in Webster County in the actual improvement. Uh, we did see some degradation to abnormal dryness in Dundee and Chase counties. Um Again, that is an area that is just generally not picked up much precipitation the last 30 to 45 days. Uh, a lot of places in that area had less than an inch of moisture. Uh, Some places had less than a quarter of an inch of moisture in the month of September, and we haven't really done that well so far this month either down that area. Uh, so the abnormal, the introduction of normal dryness was uh, definitely warranted, in my opinion. Um, uh, just given the rainfall amounts that we've seen across portions of north, central, northeastern Nebraska in the last 24 hours, uh, I would expect a broad one to maybe even two category improvements in those areas. Uh, so we might be looking at some places that are currently in abnormal dryness or moderate drought actually being cleared of everything entirely as we move into uh, uh, next week's drought monitor. Again, that's a speculation on my part. Uh, and hopefully we will see some additional improvement across central and south central Nebraska 
Uh, I'm a little bit more skeptical of getting improvements in southeastern and east, uh, east central Nebraska because I don't know that the rainfall totals will be uh, quite enough to warrant improvement, but we'll have to see what happens in the next 24 hours. Um, there could be some precipitation uh, in the I-80 corridor tomorrow that might be a little bit heavier than what's currently depicted by the short-term um, high-resolution models. Um, so if that comes to fruition tomorrow, say late morning, midday, then uh, you know to tack on we had to tonight. So if we get an inch and a half of moisture, um, say in the Seward, Omaha, Lincoln areas, and you know, maybe uh, uh, there might be some justification for some improvement. We'll just have to kind of wait and see. Um, and again, I think that about wraps up this uh, update. So that uh, concludes our uh, Prop Watch podcast for the week ending October 14th, 2023. Thank you.